Welcome back to Cast and Pods. This is episode 8.5, Topical. We're back. I don't know if that joke works a second time. It barely worked the first time. Would you say it worked half as well? Because it's a half episode? Huh? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm your host, Dirk. And D. With the bird flying behind me and the wings are extended. That's what it sounds like. We're here to do yet another Marvel miniseries, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They keep popping them out, making us watch them. Uh, how'd you like it? I dug it. Think of Captain America Winter Soldier, but expanded. It gave me that kind of energy, where the heroes had to be a little bit more down-to-earth, a little bit more, more low-key, mm-hmm. uh, because they were going off the grid, kind of like how Steve Rogers and Black Widow had to be down-to-earth and low-key. They were going against the grain, right? In Winter Soldier, I remember that movie making me going from not caring about Captain America to realizing Captain America is a badass. Right? That movie was a turnaround for real. Because the first Captain America was like it was all right. He's just he's just a patriotic boy. Yeah, it's just small town white boy. So nothing too exciting. He's fighting Nazis. He's frozen. It was just really just to get him to the present day exactly yeah it was all right how do we set everything up well first we need i guess we need to go through his backstory but it's interesting that you brought up the winter soldier movie because i remember that movie had some of the best fights for captain america that flying me as as we mentioned on other episodes if it has a flying me a suplex or a ddt i'm not or or a dropkick I haven't seen it recently, but the one that sticks out to me, the really good fight scene, was when um, Winter Soldier was doing the knife thing, and mid-hand-to-hand combat, the knife just flips out of his hand, and he catches it and continues stabbing. I was like, woof, woof. The knife work was wicked. The, the knee that I was referring to is the highway fight. Highway fight. Or Cap knees him like, almost through a, like, a jeep door. He's like, okay, I guess we're not playing around. It was like a flying, it was gorgeous. I definitely remember yelling in the theater at that moment. Like, whoa! This was when uh, Winter Soldier was chasing them, I guess? Yeah, and then he gets a grenade launcher and he starts blowing up different cars. Yes, yes. Okay, it's been a while. I should definitely rewatch this. Anyways, we're doing not that movie, but... Yes. (laughs) So, yes, we're doing Winter Soldier with a trying to be Bucky and forgetting his Winter Soldier pants and flexing his new Wakanda arm. Which apparently just can pop off if you poke That it. moment was funny. You so. poke it in the right spot. Uh, it reminded me of uh, Ty Lee from Avatar. Oh, the, the cheap ones. <laughs> and then the arm just goes dead. And, well, the entire time I was just like, oh boy, look at how you got disarmed. Of course you would go for the yeah. wall. Yeah. And then... uh. I was I was secretly hoping for that scene in Futurama, you know, when Bender picks up both his arms, but then it doesn't make any sense because <laughs> both arms fell off, but then one picks up and puts one in the joint, yeah, and the one the other one puts it. <laughs> I guess it would have worked because only one arm fell off. So if he had two robot arms, this skit would have happened. But you you were telling me yesterday that you actually liked Wandavision more. I was saying that for its ripple effect in Marvel, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I feel like WandaVision was stronger. Granted, major spoiler alert, not really though, because like as you mentioned yesterday, the 
fact that Sam was gifted the shield in turn is now going to be Cap is well known and IGN spoiled it the day of the last episode as well where he's the new Captain America yeah so that's also pretty big pretty big news but I I don't know I felt like WandaVision was on a a bigger scale for what things meant for the universe because they they nodded to space they nodded to more magical stuff right whereas this kind of set up Louis Agent the power broker and new Captain America so I think yesterday I had mentioned that I'm pretty sure the people at Marvel explicitly said you can miss these series and still hop into the movies as if nothing was missed. So That's pretty smart, yeah. So if you think about it, this entire series could have been skipped because old Steve Rogers passed on the shield to Falcon and then next thing you know, he's the new Captain America. So you yeah. can pretty much ignore this entire series. But yet, you would be missing out because... Actually, yeah, you'd be missing out because they, they brought out some really fun things. Similar to WandaVision, they dug deep into their comic book lore and said, all right, guys, remember that we, we come from these paper things that people used to buy in stores? Well, let's pull out some of that old fact. You want U.S. agent? Here he is. You want us to dig up Isaiah Bradley? Here he is. So I almost feel like they're going to do young Avengers at some point because they introduce his grandson and usually Mm -hmm. Elijah he becomes Patriot which Mm -hmm. has some level of inheritance of the super soldier serum from his grandfather and they're doing Miss Marvel so this could very much be a young Avenger type situation oh I didn't even think about that call then yeah that's true they could tie that in and then if uh, Wanda's kids ever come back from hell then maybe there's like a tiny super team Kind of you are you are connecting these ah. webs like Spider-Man. I see you. Ah. But because there's less magic, there's kind of less ridiculousness going around. It doesn't hint towards merging the X-Men franchise like WandaVision. Uh, <laughs> still hurts. Still hurts, by the way. <laughs> still a fresh wound. <laughs> but yeah, overall, series is more grounded, except for the fact that Falcon can fly. How did I know? Anyway. Like you said, it would be a shame if people skipped this because in no other Marvel series in terms of the big movies did they address on anything in terms of cultural identity, mm-hmm. what being an American is, what it's like being black in America, right. and what it would be to be the face of America right. as a black man. Right. Uh, so th- this kind of comes back to what we talked about in Birds of Prey because... One of the things that I kind of tried to explain but couldn't at all in that episode was I felt like nicely addressed when they addressed Falcon as Black Falcon in one of the first oh, yes. two episodes, yeah. I think. When he's on his way to uh, meet Isaiah for the first time. Yeah. And then someone on the street's like, hey, it's Black Falcon. And he's like, no, it's just Falcon. He's like, no, my dad says you're Black Falcon. And he's like, just because I'm Black? Does that make you Black Kid? Yeah, so I thought that was a nice explanation to just overall the racism that Captain America for Black America. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to see a show that deals with racism, especially the Marvel superheroes, because they've always kind of been the these like grandiose characters. Doesn't really seem like they relate to our modern day because we don't get alien attacks in New York all the time. Yeah. I mean we don't live in New York, but you never know. I mean yeah, sorry. My my bad. I'm sorry to the people who've been attacked by aliens. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, someone in Queens is like, I feel, I feel seen. <laughs> so 
nice to see them take a kind of a political stance on this. And I have heard complaints that people don't want politics in their shows. Um, Which is bizarre. It is bizarre. It's not like, you know, Captain America came on the scene punching out Nazis. not like there's any political history there or anything like that. Yeah, like Captain America and even Superman to some degree, I've always felt like it was written to be like the ideal American. For sure. So, yeah, like I don't know how you can get around politics. And, and as an aside, Superman even more so because with Superman, at least they he grew up on a farm. That's... Well, not even that. They address the fact that he's not from here. But he's the the good foreigner, right? He's the one who came and is making something of himself. Any other foreigners are bad. Oh, okay. I see. Right? Right. But Martian Manhunter, no. Not <laughs> he's a bad foreigner. Send him back. How dare you be weak to fire? You're a bad American Martian Manhunter. <laughs> you don't deserve to be in this four-hour movie. <laughs> for a whole 12 minutes if that but yeah so i think that's silly i think the whole concept of captain america is in itself political and i thought this was a good way to deal with race and what it's like for a black person to become captain america i like that this series also went back to the blip because of course it's, it's a monumental right. moment in Marvel history. Mm -hmm. So I like that both WandaVision and this series address the blip and how it's affected everybody. So they start with Sam, who they're like, you don't have a credit history. You don't have anything. He's like, I've been gone for five years. Yeah. Like, like cut me some slack. And also it, it gave the motivation to the villains, in air quotes, of this series, the Flag Smashers, who were like, hey, the blip allowed everybody to really help and come together of all cultures and classes and creeds. And now that, you know, we're coming back for it. No, no, everybody go back to where you came from. Get, get the F out of my country. Right. And they're like, no, let's stay united as we were. You have the young hero who I was told that the original Flag Smasher was a man and there's kind of gender bender, which is kind of cool. Right. Did you like the person who played Carly is basically the same character as the Han Solo movie? I did not watch the Han Solo. Oh, you didn't watch the Han Solo movie. Oh, no. oops. You told me the best part of that movie was the very end where you see Darth Sidious with metal lights. I mean, uh, Darth, Darth, Maul. Maul with, Darth Maul with metal lights. Uh, I guess you don't plan to watch. It's that ship has flew away in light Millennium speed. Millennium Falcon has sailed. <laughs> yes. But the actress plays this rebel group that originally they thought were bad because they were robbing everyone, but then turns out they've been robbing from the Empire to have resources so she's kind of like also oh so yeah the same kind of kind revolutionary of character yeah, yeah. okay so what what you're saying is that she needs to be in robin hood yeah basically well she she's like kind of a bad guy like framed as a bad guy at first and then you you learn to sympathize with them that's the uh anti-hero yeah yeah i'd say that anyways uh she plays flag smasher and a lot of people kind of come to their cause so are they the people who have survived the blip or were they the people who were blipped and then now are displaced because they were blipped they're the ones who survived the blip okay. remember people who stayed on earth kind of came together and shared what resources were left because half of everything is gone right so they built a camaraderie and then all the people who came back post blip were like oh try to reestablish borders and 
Exactly. Like go back to the way how things were. Yeah. And they're like, no, but look at all this wholesomeness we put together. They're like, get out of my country. Right. Right. And hence her motivation to do. Yeah. XYZ. To maintain. Yeah. To keep to continue to have uh, people without borders. A um, little bit of Metal Gear Solid. In and then it becomes a story about super soldier serums and getting strong. Yeah, Return of the Super Soldier Serum. Somebody actually managed to, well, he described it as perfecting it because the people don't get bulky. They look the same as they are, but they're super strong. Well, that's because they didn't put them in a chamber. Remember, Steve Roger was put in like a pressure cooker and then uh, <laughs> the muscles really ripened. <laughs> so with the 2020, 2021 version of that would be putting him in an air fryer since that's what everybody's talking about. Or a sous vide, where you just uh, just in hot water <laughs> in a plastic bag at exact temperatures. Yeah, it's uh, funny because leading up to this, I've never seen the movie Hulk, which is my right. only MCU movie that I haven't seen. And obviously Hulk is also related to the Super Soldier program. Um, right. Except in that case, it was gamma radiation. And then some version of that was also done to create the abomination. Yeah, depending on the story that you go with i think in the movie they said it was like an offshoot is how they created abomination yeah so i was surprised by the lack of big monster boys i guess it wasn't the focus but it would have been nice it would have been a nice callback <laughs> big monster boys yeah and then we sort of counteract that we get introduced to the new cap john mr walker. john walker and who, uh, they did an incredible job of casting him one and two writing a character that you instantly want to punch in the face oh yeah like as soon as he shows up like hey i'm captain america You're like, okay you so, don't get out my face so okay so when they start like putting him in action the entire time i'm like whose idea was it to send this guy and his friend with no superpowers whatsoever like the shield only worked for steve rogers because like he was good at throwing the shield, but he was also a super soldier, so he could yeah. handle with just a shield. Whose idea was it to just send these two guys with no powers whatsoever in just like their tights? Like, <laughs> hey, but he he had a shield and a gun this time. And he was America. Good at throwing it, but like I feel like you guys should be going in with a whole army because uh, they did that one raid where it was them and like a bunch of people to take down some of the flag smashers people, but. The entire time, we were like, I thought they had powers, but no, they just, they're just normal people. I'm like, this, this is a bad idea. Like, one of you is going to die. And sure enough, it happened. Yeah. But at the same time, they were sending them on, going back to the theme of keeping things grounded. They were sending them against, well, they knew that some of them were super soldiers, but no, they didn't know how many super soldiers there were. Mm. And they knew that they kept to the immediate group. So they're like, oh, we could take on regular, regular people. We're soldiers. We're army strong. For publicity. Yeah, but it's not like they were being like, okay, you're the new cap, and we're going to send you to take on Ultron. Had to be like this. <laughs> so it was just to like pump up his resume before. I think so. Okay, I think so. St still, like, I I just felt like you're very unprepared for these type of tasks, considering that you're just a boy with a frisbee. Good old American boy with a frisbee. Actually, in the beginning, I didn't know if. He had a super soldier serum in him because um, when they just said he was the new Captain America, I guess on the surface they said he didn't have it. But I thought maybe the U.S. government had already created the super soldier serum. And right, when and they just did it again. But when Power Broker was texting Carly to say, oh, I'm coming after you for the 
or what you stole from me, the serum that you stole from me, I thought maybe that was actually the U.S. government trying to cover their tracks and then send John Walker, who already had it, to like hunt them down. Right. But that, yeah. that wasn't the direction it went. That could have been a cool spin. I, I thought it was basically the boys because that's kind of what happened. Yeah. The boys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Compound V. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was the direction it was going, but I was pleasantly surprised to see that it didn't. Yeah, he was just a regular dude who wished he had it the whole time. Because he, he, he realizes he has some giant shoes to fill and beefier chests to fill. Should have put him in a pressure cooker. Nah, it's 2020. <laughs> 2021. You got to put him in an air fryer. <laughs> just let the air currents turn him into cap. Convection powers. <laughs> yeah, so you're dealing with Sam who's juggling his normal life of preserving his family legacy, which is the boat and the company that his, that his sister was running mm-hmm. since he's been off fighting crime before that in the military. And then you have Winter Soldier trying to make amends poorly right. uh, for what he's done as Winter Soldier and trying to exist as Bucky, but not knowing how to really tell that line. Yeah, just buy, buy old man sushi. That's how you make amends. Yeah, you just hang out with him once a week. And then every time you walk into his door, you're like, ox, I killed that guy. Let me just put down this picture of your son. It's really awkward for some reason. I like the touch of him sleeping on the floor and not really owning furniture because you often hear that happens with army vets when they return. Oh, I thought you were going to say people frozen in time. Oh. I only know three of those. Oh, and okay. We don't talk as often. <laughs> only one of them. <laughs> they don't really know how to use technology that well and the whole panoramic <laughs> made it difficult. So I don't talk to them that often. Yeah, so... Winter Soldier Bucky is trying to make amends, and yeah, it's nice to see that storyline and how he also, like Steve, having a hard time adjusting to basically life. Because he never really had any time to adjust. He even mentioned that he was just going from one fight to the next, and yep. like as soon as his brainwashing it was over, he, he never had the time to kind of sit down and deal with his stuff. And unlike Steve, he has a shit ton of past actions that he has to deal with that Steve was always just a good guy. So it was interesting to see that. And we see him going on a very bad date with this waitress. Yeah, and then he, he even bounces before the whole date. They're playing Battleship and he's like, I gotta go. And she was like, yo, you didn't sink your Battleship into my into my waters. He's like, nope. You just left me here. Got, <laughs> goodbye. I forget what ruined that date. Something about age, maybe? Oh yeah, because she has like, how old are you? I'm old as hell now. One of the things I was questioning was, does the super soldier serum make you immune to aging? Or was it them being frozen that preserved their form? But Steve Rogers went back in time and then lived those years. So clearly yeah. it doesn't prevent aging. It does, yeah, it doesn't prevent aging. It slows it down. But being frozen right. was a part that preserved it. It's like Avatar rules. Yes. Well, or I guess cryogenics in general. Nope, Avatar rules. Avatar rules. That's <laughs> Oh, that so is a course that you, that you can sign up for. I guess Bucky also comes to learn why Sam gave up the shield in the first place. Yes, because of course he was coming at him like, this is all about, this is all about Cap, but Cap. really it's more all about him. Because right. He's like, Cap was the only person who made me feel a certain way, and his shield means more to you and more to him and more to me than it does to so seeing that Sam was like, yeah, so uh, I, I can't carry this weight. I'm like, you know what this thing stands for? I'm going to leave it over there. And he's like, why did you give it away? You shouldn't have given it away. You should have known this was going to happen. It's like, how would I know this was going to happen? I, I think it's only until they give the shield to the next Captain America that finally the two of them get some common ground. Because they both hate this guy. 
He's very hateable. And then slowly, as the super soldier storyline unfolds, they meet Zaya Bradley and kind of figures out the whole racism issue. As soon as they were bringing it to him, the soldier's like, yeah, I didn't tell anybody about this. Not even Steve knows about this. He's like, knows about what? And as soon as they're walking up to the house, I'm like, are they going to do it? They don't have those kind of balls. They're not going to do it. Are they going to do it? And they knock on the door, and then he's he's angrily like throws something. He's like, get out yeah. of my house, and he breaks something. And I was yeah. like, they're doing it. It's him. I've never heard of this character until this show, and then like yeah. I did more background research after but it's kind of crazy that in the show they said he like ripped off one of Bucky's arm at one point. So clearly it was pretty good at it. I, well, yeah, I believe it. He was the one who broke in and rescued 20 or 25 prisoners of war. Right? Which is exactly what Steve Rogers did in the first Captain America movie. And he did it without a fancy shield. He, he just had a regular, oh, yeah. regular shield. But I think the contrast was Steve Rogers actually got Medal of Honors for that. Meanwhile, yep. Isaiah. Yep grown to jail for like way too long because it's like oh what makes you so special yeah it's a it was a really good marvel storyline i think it's called red white and black and based on obviously the experimentation that happened as well on the soldiers so it was a great way to kind of incorporate that and that's what i was saying i was surprised that they had the balls to really bring that in but it's like well in the greater narrative you needed somebody like isaiah who got burned by the system Mm -hmm. Sam, who kind of knows, like, mm, I don't know if I should stick my boot in it, but I'm kind of already here. Yeah. And then for him to hear those stories and be like, no, but like, I could actually do something about this now. Yeah. Naive and honorable, right? Yeah. Like, so it's kind of like his two dads. One, one is Steve Rogers, which is the mm-hmm. the Captain America that everyone idealized, and yet his other dad is Zaya Bradley, who's been burned by this whole Captain America system, and he takes that and then becomes his own person as a result. I think it's really poetic. And who needs super soldier serums when you have jetpacks and wings? Exactly. That, the part that made me laugh, like jumping to the last episode, is where he said, like, oh, I'm here on my dolo. Like, I don't have any superpowers. It's just me and these wings. Like, when everybody's asking him the questions and he makes his great speech at the end, yeah. I was like, why do you admit that you don't have powers? <laughs> oh, well, Iron Man doesn't have powers. He's fine, but he's rich. Exactly. We, we sure know that Sam Wilson isn't hurt. Well, but like uh, even War Machine, no one doubts his superhero-ness. Yeah, look what happened to War Machine. Well, he's, he's still around. He just got lasered in the spine. It's fine. Dang it, Vision. <laughs> I will say that although the show wasn't too action-focused, there was that one scene at the very end where he uh, knocked the guy out of the helicopter. Oh, that was hot. Oh, yeah. that was so good. Outside. Oh, so, I like that he has a, a jetpack powered charging star for anybody who's a fan of oh, Marvel yeah, 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 Capcom. Yeah. <laughs> charging star. And then if uh, anything's too heavy to lift, he can just have the two robot birds. Basically, jets are the solutions to this. Yeah, you don't have superpower, jet propulsion. That's your power. He even uses the wings to like kind of brace himself to. Yes, that was cool. Him. So, that yeah, was cool. I think it's a good mix of his identity and Captain America's identity. Yeah. Very cool. What do you think about, like I said, the villain? Uh, which one's the villain? I guess. <laughs> because, because, okay. Because exactly. Zemo, uh, exactly. who hates super soldiers, that was pretty well established in the Civil War, I would say. You have Power Broker, who probably is the person who benefited the most from this series, because Sharon is now back in 
America right. is now yep. ready to sell state secrets. And then you have Carly, who is now dead and probably going to act as a martyr for their cause. And we'll probably see some variants of like Splinter Flag Smasher groups as a result. Like, you know how Sam at the very end was talking to all the senators and was just giving mm-hmm. them a speech? Like, yes, it was nice and patriotic and inspiring. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm like, he didn't really say there was no solution. And I'm not sure if he was trying to give a solution. He just said, do better. And I'm like, okay. Well, because he's like, you're the people with the ability to make change. Right. So do better. Because they were all basically telling him to shut up and dribble. Like That's whenever true. athletes speak out about something, right. they're like, no, no, you don't understand this. Go and go punch things and save the world. And he's like, yeah, but you're the ones who could like end hunger in a phone call and buy, give everybody a house in an email. Mm-hmm. So you do better. It's funny that he started talking to everyone and then really was just like going in on the senator. Right. Okay. Yeah. But it, it was definitely one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'm not really sure if there's a solution to this exact problem you're describing. But he did stop the big boat to, what was it, create borders? So I guess that's... Yeah, to, to create infor- military enforced borders, yeah. In terms of Send Carly, people back into refugee camps. So I think in terms of Carly, like, I think this is the end of her story, other than maybe her group will survive. Maybe, yeah. Or Zemo. I think Zemo also won a lot because he got out of prison in Germany. Because the entire time, like, every time Zemo was on screen, he was charismatic as fuck. And yeah, well, I, I he's rich. Him. He's a baron. He's a baron. He's uh, like, dog, I'm rich. Respect me. I'm they, Baron Zemo. You they forget really that. lean into his comic book roots. Because yes. in Civil War, he was just some guy just planning this in the background but now he's flaunting his wealth around he is like showing how much of a master manipulator he is and he even rocks the purple mask for a little bit the ridiculous purple mask throughout the whole series you you're really getting to see what's glossed over in the big budget blockbusters because he says have any of you even gone back to sokovia since all this shit happened and they're like uh we were blipped and he's like "Mm, likely story And then in every conflict, right, there are people who are burned. It's the winners, the losers, and the bystanders. Right. So it's, it was a really good series in the sense that it showed off every every side of war. Right. We're going to use that as an example, or as a, a single word to define kind of what happens. Uh, so you had his side, right, where you're, you're like, oh, yeah, I do feel bad for you. You are a man of the people. All, all the Everybody trusts you. And it's like, oh, this used to be a bustling village until X happened. This used to be very important area. I grew up here and this used to be this. Everything changed before the words. You got Carly saying that. You got Sam being like, well, yeah, no shit. I know right. how the world is. I know what it is to be a black man in America. So I can imagine how everything else is here. Winter Soldier's like, I didn't think of any of that. I was just kind of thinking about myself. I wasn't thinking about anybody. Yeah. Right? I was trying to appease and help out people, but it was for myself. You were trying to give I a hand. Going, yeah. Hmm? You're welcome. <laughs> I was trying to force you to take the shield, but it was for myself. He came to terms with the fact that he was like, oh, I was being selfish throughout all of this. Yeah, let's build a boat that'll mend our friendship forever. I like the part where he, he's like, why didn't you just use the wrench with the other hand? I'm, I'm right-handed. I sometimes forget. Like, yeah. It's not the first thing I think showed up. <laughs> yeah. Going back to the Zemo part, I think ultimately he he won in the end, even though he's back in prison because 
he hates mm-hmm. the super soldiers. Every time he was acting rogue, he was getting rid of the super soldier program. He was actively destroying all the vials. He was the only one who got shit done, actually. Yep. Because he killed the scientists. He, like, broke all the vials. Power broker killed Carly, but his butler... But he tried. He shot her in the oh, gut. Yeah. He yeah, did yeah, try. Yeah. He tried, except got a shield to the face. And in the end, he had his version of Alfred blow up the rest of them, so... While he's in jail, and he's like, yeah, good job, Alfred. This is why I pay you the big bucks. I think that was confusing about that part is he was in the rap, which is jail for super villains right. of various strength. Isn't he supposed to be with the Wakandans? The Wakandans brought him to the raft. How'd they do that? That's what I don't understand either, because the entire time the Wakandans was chasing him, I thought it was because they just wanted to straight up murder him. Yeah, I thought they were going to bring him back to Wakanda and be like, no, this I, is the guy who no, killed him. Taking him back, they're straight up was like, we're going to take him to the raft. They literally just brought him to another jail. Yeah, it's like, what? Why do you... Are there rules? Is that why? Now that Wakanda's more open and connected to the world, is it, did they have to follow some rules here? Well, like, John Walker was trying to say, like, oh, you don't have any jurisdiction here. And they're just like, bitch, you got jurisdiction wherever the fuck we go. So, that was an amazing scene. Yeah. Yo. And then he <laughs> and then he was like, they weren't even super soldiers. And I got yeah. beat up. No. They ate his food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I like how Sam and Bucky just kind of like, yeah, let's let them get beat up for a little bit. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> Sam, Sam's like, no, we gotta, no, uh, Bucky's like, no, we gotta jump in. Sam's like, no, we don't. I just, I don't this ass whooping happens. Okay, all right, chill, 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 chill. And then Zemo's like, all right, you do that. And then turns out he was just at the Sokovian tombstone mm-hmm. i guess and that's when bucky finally had his confrontation and kind of crossed him off the list gave him to the wakandans but yes the wakandans straight up said we're gonna take him to the raft and i actually forgot what the raft was until that episode and i had to look it up the raft i remember more prominently in my head because of playing the spider-man game oh okay because i think the raft was most prominently featured in civil war because that's where half the superheroes were kept when at the end of the movie Captain America broke them all out. Right, right. So the the Sinister Six was also thrown into the raft, I guess? Yeah, it's because in, in the Marvel Universe, it's like anybody who's superpowered gets tossed into the raft. So, oh, but okay. in the Spider-Man game, it's Marvel's yeah, it's all the Sinister Six. Down. Yeah, basically. Uh, okay. Uh, did you like the John Wick episode where they're in Madripoor? <laughs> it did and, give me John Wick vibes. Uh, I think and, uh, one of the person who worked on the show also worked on John Wick. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Like, the attacks and then, uh, to all the assassins very much felt like... Right? Yeah. And everyone just looks up. And uh, Emily Van Camp gets her time to shine and put all of her stunt work to use. Like she just has a scene of fighting, like, 50, 11 people with just a gun. I was pretty confused about that because you literally have Bucky with some version of the super soldier serum there, and you're letting her fight everyone. I'm so confused. But now that you hey, know she's power capable. broker, yeah. none of these people were meant to target her, or she specifically. But people don't actually. People that clearly people have never oh, seen the power broker. Power broker is yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So it's she, an identity who runs things, but they don't know it's her. So she just sent a hit on her own squad, and then she proceeds to kill all the assassins, John Wick style. <laughs> Basically. What? A, what? A, now she doesn't have to pay them. Excellent. See, she, she's like 15 oh, steps ahead. She's playing 5D chess. And I'm here playing tic-tac-toe. <laughs> like, did you did you see that she was going to be Power Broker? 
No, I didn't really trust her because her house was way too baller for everything she was doing. She's like, what? It's Mandrakor. I sell art. I'm like, no, 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 no. There's something else going on here. I think the moment that definitely I knew she was super shady was when she sent the French guy back with Carly. Right. And the French guy was like, hey, I'm here to help you. Mm, no, okay. So, something's definitely wrong. And, like, no one knows still. Yeah, that's the wild part that nobody knows. The only person who would know is Carly, who's dead. And, and uh, Backtrack Yes, is... yeah, yeah. Also dead, maybe. Yes, maybe. He yeah. was just Potentially shot. dead. He was just shot. We'll bring him back. Put him in the pressure cooker. We'll fix all your problems. <laughs> Yo, Backtrack inside the air, the air fryer. Well, Agent Coulson died in the first Avenger movie, and yet somehow he's back alive in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the TV show, which I'm not... Is that still going? Uh, I don't think so, but... I also never watched it, but I don't remember what was their explanation of how Agent Coulson's alive. Because he got shot with a laser gun or stab. I remember they tried really hard to get people to care about it. They tried to do tie-ins with it, mm-hmm. with the movies, and nobody. it wasn't a big enough tie-in for people to care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you enjoy Seinfeld Lady's appearance? Yeah, so it was you that had to tell me. Because I'm looking at it the whole time, and it's like, based on her look, she looks familiar. But I can't put my finger on which comic character she's supposed to represent. So I had to look it up. I was wrong, actually. She wasn't Madame Hydra in the comics. So her character is Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. She's just a S.H.I.E.L.D. member, mostly. But also it says she's affiliated with Hydra. And I think that's because there was one comic book storyline where there was like a Hydra parasite. Thing that was spread and hell hide. Um, but it killed the person, but it kept their body alive, and the body was working for Hydra. That is that is comic book. That's comic book story. Um, <laughs> but I think what's interesting is that in one of the comic book storylines, she was one of the first person that Nick Fury suspected was uh, shady. Uh, ended up killing her only to reveal that she was a scroll, and that's how Secret Invasion kind of starts off. He had his eye on her? Yeah! <laughs> is this what it's feel like to be on the other side? Yeah, and Secret Invasion is a movie that's going to come up. Yes, so that brings us into speculation, because we're like, okay, Sharon Carter, yeah, you sure you got burned from the whole Winter Soldier into Civil War. But what is your real motivation? And so we speculate that she might be part of the secret invasion. I think it will be a good way to explain her 180 character change. Obviously, she's been burned, right? But maybe not to this degree. Exactly. So, this is like Usher levels of let it burn. So yeah, like maybe she's a scroll in the end. Because you told me US Agent was actually a good guy. Yeah, he's in West Coast Avengers, but he's meant to be, like, personality-wise, he's meant to be the antithesis of Steve Rogers, which he is. But he did end up a part of the West Coast Avengers. Because I always thought that he was just, like, the reverse version of Captain America, so that he would be a bad guy. So I actually thought... Because he's wearing black? Are you following DC rules? Yeah, Spider... Flash, anti-Flash? Spider-Man... No, anti-Flash was yellow. It was his colors inverted. Reverse Cap... You're talking about the flash. Pack? You're talking about the flash version of death. That guy was wearing black. Right, right, right. He was fast death. Flash death. That's that's his name. So uh, yeah, you're you're thinking that U.S. agent was the reverse of Cap. So like Pack. So he was Pack. Nailed it. Yeah. So I thought maybe he would be bad. So before when we 
when we also thought Val was part of Hydra, maybe they were going to bring the Captain America Hail Hydra comic book storyline to life because people were in revolt when Captain America himself was was a Hydra agent. Hail Hydra. Cut one head off, two more will spawn. And then you throw a shield at both of them. Four more will spawn. Then you throw a shield at all four. Eight more will spawn. And that's about as high as we can go in terms of that. Uh, but it made me laugh too when he walks in and he's like, the, the suit's the same. It's just black. And I was like, yeah, but your suit always looked like your stage. Oh, you didn't know who you were. I, I do find it ridiculous that he just welded his medals of honor onto his garbage shield. The way that I laughed that entire scene where he was fighting with the bootleg shield, I was like, why did he show up to a fight with this specific mall shield? You know what I thought was ridiculous? He got the super soldier serum and then he proceeded to still not be able to kick anyone's ass. <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, he fought like five super soldiers at the same time, but still, like, can you do something? <laughs> uh, it just shows you that being the peak of human evolution cannot save you from being a waste man. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I did have one complaint. I think it was the episode where Battlestar was killed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the entire setup was... The Flag Smashers was going to kill Captain America because he was a symbol of America. And that was yeah. send a message. So they were always intent on killing a person. And then they try to do it and Lamar takes the blow and then he dies, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of them are like in shock. Like, yeah. oh my god, we never meant to kill anyone. Even And even in later episodes, Carly's like, I didn't mean to kill your friend. I didn't mean to kill your friend. Yeah, but like everyone's mm-hmm. acting like this is a big deal. I guess to be fair, Carly was the only real radical one, right? Everybody else was like, oh, we, yeah, we could steal stuff. We could do our Robin Hood thing. But when she stole the supplies and then blew up the storehouse that still right. had people in it, they're like, what are you doing? So I guess that's why they were taken aback that she still actually killed somebody, but, even, if, even if she didn't mean to kill that person. But the plan was to kill Captain America. Yeah, but they didn't. They killed his friend. And I guess I felt bad. Okay, but who gives a shit? Keep going. Yeah. It was just a weird tonal shift. I'm like, why are you guys surprised? You guys wanted to kill him. I'm confused. And then then Cap gave his uh, speech that every police officer made. You saw what happened. I had to kill him. Look, I had to kill him. Oh, yeah. You saw what I had to do. I had to kill him. Did did you? He 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 was completely innocent. He was unarmed. You were chasing him down. So did you think he decapitated him? Or do you think he just crushed his chest because me and Ali are having this back and forth about like what happened I think he was actually never gave it any thought but I think he was decapitated decapitated okay because like when he was uh throwing the shield down at him it almost looked like it was aiming for for me maybe it was his chest but maybe it's implied because you don't you also don't see his head yeah purposely it was HBO or something we probably would have seen the head go flying and uh more butts just an unnecessary shot of John Walker putting on his uniform and his his bare butt. Yeah, it's all from behind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Snyder cut of this movie would have him decapitating him with the blunt side of the shield. And uh, more phone calls with Val. Every time a mission happens, he would have a phone call with someone for way too long. That, but that scene was such a turning point too, because I don't think anybody saw it coming because they hinted at him being unhinged throughout the entire series, long before he was souped up. And then this being the moment that pushed him over the edge, that they killed 
his version of Bucky, unlike Steve Rogers, who's eternally the good boy. He's like, fuck that shit. We'll murder this man. And then he continued to play the lie, being like, yep, I killed the person who killed your son. That was me. Yep. Justice was delivered. Well, do you think he was so wrapped up in the moment that he actually believed that he he did it? Or do you think he's just like rationalizing everything? Because if he doesn't, then his whole story will fall apart. I think it's a ladder. The ladder? Okay. Yeah, I think it's a ladder. Because he, he, he was there. Of course he saw who killed him. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to oh, take on whoever I get. Yeah, because like they, they all had masks at one point, but then they all yeah. unmask when it, a thing happens. I'm like, yeah, mask, they're all like, oh, your oh mask. Do you not know the reason for your mask? Ugh. Anyways, yeah, you could tell they were rookie supervillains, which is why they weren't really bad guys per se. Right. So, in general, like it, it felt like the show didn't really have a main villain, which I'm okay with. But I yeah. know that's the some complaint of some people on the internet. I've actually done my best to not peruse the internet this time and not have the speculation train tick my brain on wild adventures. But I think it was Thank you for all Once again, because the show is more grounded, I think there is less ridiculousness speculation. Like Exactly. Exactly. No one's gonna be like, Oh, you know what? Power Broker is actually gonna have the <laughs> the combination that's that's gonna make mutants. Like what? No one, no one's thinking. Power broker is actually or, the super scroll. Exactly. Or what? The power broker is actually going to have Howard the Duck this whole time. <laughs> Howard the Duck is going to be in Mandrapore. That would have been hilarious. Or like nobody was expecting that from a series that's more grounded. It, it was more rocking the boat politically, and like we were saying earlier, really looking at what it means to represent a country that doesn't love you. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good, concise story. Pretty well wrapped up. Yeah, because I was definitely in my fields at the the very end where he's like, no, now people will know your story. And he shows them that he gets a, a plaque and a statue in the, the Captain America Museum. Do you think there'll be a season two of this? Like, I feel like the show could very well have a season two. I think it could. I think to spice things up for season two, Bucky's going to have to start dating Sam's sister. Yo, they were eye yeah. fucking yeah. real hard. Yeah. Because they're bros now. So, obviously, to add more salt to the wound, he has to go after the sister. He's like, what are you doing in New Orleans? He's like, oh, you're talking about, I was, I'm always in New Orleans. He's like, no, you're not. Just here to drop off your wings. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, well, who's that in the background? Put Sarah on the phone. I know she's over there. Come on, Sam. Be a good wingman. Help oh. me out. Oh. Uh, uh. What I'm glad that they didn't do with um, Sam's character, just in the MCU in general, is like have him have psychic, the mental connection with all birds, like he does in the comics. Is that what happened? I, I thought he just had one bird, and it's just very well trained. He has like a, a mental link with one bird, but then he found out that if he really concentrates, he, he could like connect to all kinds of birds. That's dumb as fuck. It's like Aquaman, but birds. Mm-hmm. That's so I'm like, well, I'm glad they didn't do that, and... They also obviously didn't make it a bird. They made it a drone, which is cool, too. It's more modern. I, I think. I, I dig this. His comic book version has, like, real feathers, right? Yeah, because he's an old comic book character, right? Like, he's been around for a long time, whereas Winter Soldier is pretty relatively new. Bucky existed, obviously, but his resurgence as Winter Soldier is only within, like, the last couple of years. Right. So, yeah, Falcon comes from the heyday of dumb, goofy comicness and, and the, the vein of yellow and red. Daredevil. Is that a thing? His original costume, yeah, it was yellow and red. 
as in ketchup and mustard colors. No, but like the main color was yellow. Yeah. Oh, that's dumb. Why is he mustard? <laughs> yeah. So instead, he's ketchup. And yeah, then, not at all ketchup. And then later on, he, it's just all black. Yeah. Okay. Can we talk about the elephant in the room of where's Captain America, Steve Rogers? Is he dead? on the moon? Isn't that what they said? <laughs> that part was funny. Where they're like, oh, isn't he on the moon? I don't think he's dead. Okay. So I think one theory that I have heard, which might mm-hmm. be interesting, is that you know how Loki deals with the time cops? Yes. And Captain America notoriously went back in time to yeah. live out those years. So I wonder if this is going to have maybe a cameo in the time cop episode. Because basically he broke some time rules i would think yes yeah uh so i wonder if loki and the time cops will have to briefly like i don't think it's going to be the focus of that yeah yeah no that's a good way to bring it back yeah like young steve younger steve but this could maybe explain like maybe if he was taken away as old man steve or maybe even a way to bring back young steve but i don't know if you could do that if you want people to like stick with falcon as the new captain america yeah yeah i don't i don't see them bringing back Steve Rogers in that capacity, but I could, yeah, I like that idea of them going and having an episode of running into him and be like, hey, no, you broke the rules. What would be interesting is, do you think he had children? Oh, okay, so this is the part that I'm confused because Sharon Carter is like a distant relative of Peggy Carter. Peggy, yeah. And before we knew that Captain America didn't go back in time, it was always assumed that she just eventually married someone and had kids and whatever. But now we know that Captain America kind of went back in time to be with Peggy. And then when regular Captain America is in Winter Soldier, he also dates Sharon a little bit. So now I'm wondering if it's a bit of a weird grandfather paradox kind of thing. Mm. Which also reminds me of that episode in True Blood. It always goes back to vampires. It's, I'm seeing a trend here. Just because somebody requested True Blood on Twitter... Which doesn't mean, but doesn't mean you could try to sprinkle it in on every episode. But in True Blood, this vampire man is dating humans because he himself prefers to date humans. And at one point, he had to break up with his girlfriend because he found out that this girl is actually a very distant relative of his family tree because he uh-huh. is immortal. So is a similar thing happening here with Captain America? Is his fangs going to come out during sex? <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same scenario <laughs> no doves fly out when he you oh. know when the, when the things when happen finishes. for yeah. freedom yeah exactly stars and stripes <laughs> charging star <laughs> final justice just a series of combo moves to finish yeah sure. hyper combo finish and then the bed it's like shattering into pieces yeah so now now i question a little bit of that so i don't i don't remember how distant of a relative sharon carter is but that that's where I'm wondering. Yeah, you're right. I would have to go back and rewatch Winter Soldier. They say we're in the linen shoes, and then you go back and go. You get the vibe that a lot of things they were planned, like they planned out this far. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I don't know if you saw the image that was floating around on Twitter, in when they're walking through the Cat Museum, and it was a the scene where he's holding the car door as a, and using it as a shield from okay. Captain America, the first movie. Right. And they someone went took that screenshot, and then they went back to the first movie and found that moment and then they circled the person in the background who was actually had the camera and took that photo oh that's cool 
so the angles would have lined up perfectly for how the camera, how the shot turned out in the museum and the action and the, where the person who was taking the photo would go. I was like, how did you think of that? Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. So but it makes me, yeah, it makes me wonder if like they planned stuff like that that far. Sorry, when you first started talking about this, I thought you said the Cat Museum, and I was like, oh, where? where That's in Wakanda. Oh, sorry, my bad. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> I, I like the show. There was obviously not enough uh, Johnny Cage, not enough Nick Cage. Sorry, not Johnny Cage. Every time this happens. Mortal you have Mortal Kombat on the brain. <laughs> There's not enough Nick Cage as Ghost Rider, <laughs> as Johnny Blaze. Yeah, it's Johnny, Johnny Cage. Is it Johnny Blaze? Johnny Storm? No, Johnny Storm is Fantastic Four. I don't don't care. Okay, all right. Yeah, you got it. Oh, yeah, it's Johnny Blaze. Okay, yeah. you got it. Yeah, <laughs> he he should have made a cameo, just like he should have made a cameo in WandaVision. and that's going to be forever my complaints for all future Marvel shorts. I mean, he could make a cameo in Loki. It could happen. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. Just basically bring back Nick Cage, have him. Part I'd of rather Wednesday. they didn't, but. Every time you bring it up, I keep thinking they should do Ghost Rider again with some justice, but maybe they're saving that for After Blade. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting the movies that are coming up. Whenever it's coming out, yeah. Was Blade also one of those characters that they sold the rights to and only recently got back? Possibly, because Blade, the Blade movies came out under uh, New Line Cinemas, oh. which I think got bought by Warner Brothers. Okay. And so maybe they got the rights back recently. Or maybe they always had them and they're just like, let's not touch this character. Did the, the movies bomb? I remember them being, I think the third one I think terrible. the first two did well and the third one didn't do as well. But the first one for sure, like, iconic, sold broke a lot of records, blah, blah, blah. At least I assume so. I wasn't checking for numbers like that back in the day when it came out. Right. Interesting. Do you have any final thoughts for Captain America and the Winter Soldier? I was a nice touch when they changed the credits. The the one one thing is I wish that I didn't get spoiled. Somebody shared what the toys would look like. And of course the toy revealed the costume. Oh, for me it was I was at work Friday evening <clears throat> and already Twitter was blowing up with the new Captain America costume. Wow. And I was like, Well Internet I guess it's revealed. And then and then IGN showed also did their part by not waiting a day and showing everybody like, Look, Captain America 4. Did oh. they did they release a trailer? No, but it was a picture of him in the new costume, and, and it, it said Captain America 4 has been confirmed. Oh, they didn't do that thing where at the end of all the movies, it's like, oh, Captain America will return? Oh, no, it wasn't no. like that. Okay. Uh, Missed opportunity. Right? But yeah, no, it was nice. I'm excited to see where they're going to go with Captain Falcon. He already had, he's mastered his Falcon punch. I'm like, what are they do with the series? And as you said before, seeing them address racism and the discrepancies in America and being a black superhero and being superhero repping the stars and stripes of America mm-hmm. you know what that means it was refreshing to watch and of course they they dug into one of the cooler storylines that I enjoyed from Marvel which was white white and black the tie into Isaiah I'm like yeah they're, they're checking off a lot of boxes for me I know some people said that they found the series underwhelming I, and I, I think that goes to the point of A because it didn't have a set villain but it didn't need one it was looking at you know not to sound kooky but you know the the system is the villain in these scenarios right yeah i think i personally just enjoyed tight storytelling like you don't need a big story every time exactly exactly i think we also talked about how falcon and winter soldier they didn't really have any character developments because 
like in WandaVision, you didn't care about Wanda or Vision really before this. Most of the movies was focused on building up the characters of Steve Rogers, Thor, yeah. Iron Man. So it's nice to have all these like side characters get their own time to shine and really show you how complex and real people they are. Like Wanda deals with grief in her miniseries. Sam deals with racism. And Bucky kind of has to deal with the fact that he is displaced in time and has PTSD. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he, he lost his anchor, right? He's displaced in time, thought out, killed a bunch of people while my been involved. Cured of that, rescued by his best friend. Best friend dies. <laughs> or lost in time. Yes. Maybe. Time cops. Yeah. Yeah, I shouldn't say dies. But best friend retires Miss, happily ever after. Missing? Question yeah. mark? You're pretty vague about it, so I feel like he'll come back. Yeah, so he's like, what now? I never had to actually sit with everything that I've done. What did I do with these hands? <laughs> All this time. I'd love to make a foul joke. Oh, it's okay. He's right-handed. Oh, you're right. That's yeah. Good, yeah. On the same way, you're right. But then again, you don't know how much they've replaced on his body. As it seems to just be that. Are you sure? You don't know that. I don't. <laughs> nor do I want to find out. The fan fiction is probably doing that for me, but I don't want to find out. Yeah, I guess we have some time until the next one, which is Loki. Yeah, so that'll probably be our next point five one. Yeah. Uh, whenever that starts and ends. Do we know yet if that's going to be more episodes or less episodes? Six episodes, starting June 11th. So... Oh, so we get, we get a little break. Yeah, you get a little break. Last time, we were just kind of right into it. I'm assuming mm-hmm. that they're going to have an episode of the making of the Falcon and Winter Soldier, like how they had one for WandaVision. Or for this Friday, probably. Yeah, probably this Friday. Would you like to rate the series in our ridiculous way of rating? Yes. I give this one, I mean, it's too easy to say Vials of Super Soldier Serum. So I give this one eight snake venom shots out of ten. Snake venom shots? Yep. Remember the scene where he was pretending to be the African uh, businessman? And they're like, oh, the usual drink for you? And they cut open a snake and like, poured it in a shot. And he's just like... Oh, I did forget. Um, thank you. It gives you. a very, thank you very <laughs> panicked thumbs up. I give it five welded medals of honor onto a garbage can lid that you'll never <laughs> see again. Yeah, pretty good. Oh, I love the Pacific Mall Shield. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to see those medals again. Like, No, he's such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure you ruined it by welding it, but whatevs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, this has been Castle Pods. I will wait for my jetpack to reconfigure and I'll fly out. This has been Black Bee. This has been Chinese Dirk. Kaka! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>